One of my favorite quotes, good artists copy, great artists steal. There's a lot of ways you can interpret it, but it basically means good artists copy and try to be exactly like someone else, but great artists steal from others and put their own spin on it to be able to call it their own. Entire careers can be built on both copying and stealing. This idea affects pretty much every creator for better or worse. So today, we're gonna talk about why nothing is original, the value of getting credit for your work, and how you too can steal your way to success. It's coming up in just a minute. Welcome to the Royish Good Looks Podcast, episode number 11. My name is Roy, and thank you for joining me. So today, I've got a quick little story for you. It's actually kind of timely. It just happened this past week, and it reminded me of a few other occasions that I wasn't really planning to talk about on the show yet, but it makes sense to now, given these recent events. So let's get into it. Last week, I'm checking my YouTube comments for Royish Good Looks, as I do from time to time, and I start seeing a handful of comments rolling in on my video, Jar Jar Binks Anthem. It's a remix I made back in July 2018, so it's an older video but it checks out. And it's not uncommon for people to comment on older videos, but it wasn't just a few random ones. They kept coming in. And someone said, who's here from the video what the truck driver was really listening to in Bad Batch episode four? And I realized, oh, somebody must have referenced the song on their YouTube channel, and now people are shuttling over to my channel. So I searched for this video, what that truck driver was really listening to in Bad Batch episode four, such a goofy title, and it's from a channel called Chewy's Meme Town. Chewy like Chewbacca and Meme Town like memes. And this channel is full of Bad Batch and Star Wars videos, like a lot of videos. Every few hours, there's a new one posted, it seems. They are just cranking them out. And they're all these short one-liner clips from the animated show Bad Batch. I'm not sure how to describe these videos properly, but they're basically video memes, like jokes. They have these silly titles and silly thumbnails, and the videos are just goofy jokes. But the channel is doing really well over 6 million views total with 6,000 subscribers. And on May 21st, 2021, a little over a week ago, Chewy's Meme Town posted a video called What That Truck Driver Was Really Listening To in Bad Batch Episode 4. It's a 34-second clip of a character from the show driving a truck and wearing headphones, and it looks like he's listening to music. I haven't seen this episode of Bad Batch. I've only actually seen episode one, so I've got to catch up. But that's the gist of this clip, and that's all it is. So I'll link to it 
in the description if you want to check it out. And this video, it has over 230,000 views. Why, you might ask? Well, they've superimposed the chorus from my Jar Jar Binks anthem over the video clip. So the truck driver is listening to the Jar Jar Binks anthem. That's the choke. That's the meme. And it's super duper silly, but it's got almost a quarter million views. Can you believe it? So Chewy's Meme Town was cool enough to give me a shout out, and they linked the original video for the song in both the description of their video and in the comments of their video. And what's interesting is that ended up giving a huge bump to the Jar Jar Binks anthem video. Up until last week, it was getting roughly 500 views a day. So not a ton, but consistently averaging around that. But on May 21st, it spiked up to 10,000 new views in just one day. Right after this Bad Batch video basically went viral, it funneled a bunch of people over to my video too. And 10,000 views might not sound like a lot, but it's the biggest day this video has ever had. It's bigger than the day it was first posted with notifications going out to all my subscribers, bigger than the Rise of Skywalker premiere when all my videos kind of got a bump, and even bigger than the holiest of all Star Wars days, May the 4th. So it got about 36,000 new views in this last week when otherwise it probably should have been closer to 3,500. So literally 10 times the amount of views it would have normally had just because of this little shout out. And there are so many more fascinating stats on YouTube from this little event. I won't bore you with all of them, but about one third of these new views came from search. So literally 10,000 people or so said, I need to search Jar Jar Binks song and then found my video, which is just crazy. And it wasn't just this one video that got a spike in views. My entire channel saw a bump in not only views, but subscribers and comments too. So the point is that all this traffic, it's coming to a three-year-old video from someone else's meme, someone else's video, just because they were inspired to create something new from something old, and they were nice enough to tag me and give me a shout out. So let's take a quick break and check out this month's Patreon bonus track, which is one of my favorites, I Am Your Father. I know this planet, I know these suns, I know this desert we both come from. I was the chosen one. Are you the chosen one? And I could fix anything and fly anything straight right out of here. It's easier said than done. When you're this young, my ambition won't wait, and I'm certain you can relate. I am your father, and I rule this galaxy. I am your father, and you could come join me. Obi-Wan never told you, but search your feelings, Luke, it's true. I am your father, I'm your father, I'm your father. And now I know you're training, I did the same thing, so pay attention now. This is your destiny. 
you're just like me Indeed you are as powerful as the emperor's foreseen The force runs strong in our family It's pointless to resist The dark side will pull you in I am your father You can get this song this month only when you sign up for my Patreon at the bonus tracks tier. I will literally send this song to you Literally, I have to log into patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks, go to the messages tab, find your name, and message you the link. You can't get this song any other way, so I think that's pretty cool. Of course, patrons get all sorts of other awesome perks too, so check them out at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks, and you'll be helping support the show and my music. So thank you to all my patrons, and let's get back to the show. So, this Bad Batch video isn't actually the first time someone has used one of my songs in their video. In fact, stuff like this happens all the time, and it's actually pretty much how my entire channel was built up, and is clearly still being built up. This Jar Jar Binks anthem song, it's sitting at 800,000 views or so right now. And with this Chewy's Meme Town video, that's now responsible for about 4.5% of the total views for that song. So I know it sounds kind of silly, but stuff like this is actually kind of a really important thing. I don't have a clue on how to make something go viral on my own. If you want to make a video and have it blow up, Obviously, it's got to be a great video, but that alone isn't how something goes viral. It's more of a community thing. When creators say things like, it's because of people like you sharing my video and commenting and liking and subscribing that I can do what I can do, it always sounds kind of fluffy and maybe even disingenuous, depending on the delivery, but that's true. You sharing someone's video, that's the only way it's going to blow up. People have to share it so that it reaches more and more people. So this has happened to me a lot. And not only that, it's stuff like reaction videos or cover versions, cosplays and lip syncs or other kind of mashups and remixes like this Bad Batch meme. I've been lucky to have a lot of traction on my channel through other people's content like that, and even a few just regular shout-outs from other creators in general. But I have sort of a love-hate relationship with some of this reposted content. Not all of it, but some. We've been talking a lot about getting engagement on the show, having people enjoy your stuff and interact with it. That's Obviously, a big part of the puzzle, you make something so that people can enjoy it and share it with others. And the more your thing is shared, the better, right? Well, again, sometimes, but not always. There's one very crucial thing that can make these types of reposted content either friendly and fun and mutually beneficial or make them just incredibly frustrating. 
And it has to do with whether or not credit is given where credit is due. So let me explain why this is kind of a double-edged sword, why it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. When Hello from the Dark Side was first gaining speed and it looked like it was going to hit a million views on YouTube, it seemed kind of inevitable that it was just going to be a matter of time. And that was my personal goal, to hit a million views and that was going to be awesome. Of course, I've told that story on the show before. Check out the episode called One Million Views, the story of Hello from the Dark Side, if you want to hear more about that. One thing I sort of glossed over quickly on that episode was the video actually hit one million views on Facebook way before it hit a million views on YouTube. And I left this out of that earlier episode because I was actually pretty bummed about that. You might think, wait, I thought you wanted a million views. And I did, but I wanted it on my video. And guess what? This wasn't my video. There were several Facebook pages that downloaded Hello from the Dark Side from YouTube and posted it to their own Facebook pages as their own videos. And those posts got tens of thousands of shares, thousands of comments, and millions of views. Since my channel was so new, only three or four videos, I wasn't a big YouTuber. I'm still not, really. But I was so small at the time, I didn't even have a Royish Good Looks Facebook page. So I didn't get tagged in any of these posts. Even worse, none of them even mentioned Royish Good Looks or linked the original YouTube video in the caption or the description. It was literally just the video stripped from my channel with someone else's logo superimposed on it and just used as sort of a curated piece for someone else's page. Even though I was the person that made it and it had millions of views, my name was nowhere to be found. I was nobody. So woe is me, right? Shut up, Roy, you whiny little womp rat. I'm sick of listening to your show and you complaining about not getting enough views. Well, the point is, my thing, it was circulating and getting all of this engagement, which was fascinating to see it go viral. It was reaching way more people than I ever could have on my own with my tiny YouTube channel. Of course, that was amazing to see how many people were enjoying the thing that I made. But it was clear that most of these Facebook pages were only reposting the video so that they could gain an audience of their own. Instead of saying, check out this awesome video from Royish Good Looks, the captions would say things like, like our page for more videos like this one. And man, that drove me absolutely insane. More videos like this? Dude, you didn't even make that video. I made it. And if anything, these people should follow me. So that infuriated me. And in writing down my thoughts for this show, I felt this all wash over me again. I'm getting 
PO'd just thinking about it now. So I reached out to all of these pages. I would say things like, hey, thanks for sharing this. Can you tag me and link the video and give me some kind of credit on the post so that people know who actually made this thing? And some of them eventually did update their posts. Of course, it was well after a lot of them had gone viral, but it was something. I was replying to a lot of comments on these posts, too. People would ask, who made this? Where's the original? Things like that. And I would reply and try to funnel them back to my YouTube channel. Facebook also lets you see who shared the post publicly. So I even went as far to message people that shared the video and tell them, hey, can you share my original YouTube video rather than this stolen post so that people can find me? Whoever liked the song would probably like me too. So they should follow my YouTube channel and not this dumb meme page that's just stealing other people's stuff. They suck. I even got temporarily restricted on Facebook for commenting and replying too much and messaging too many people. I was desperate to set the record straight. I was literally frantic like it was an emergency. And in a way, it felt sort of violating. It seemed like I was having my big break sort of stolen from me. My parody with my recording and my voice and my silly idea, it's going viral and other people are reaping the benefit from it and I'm getting left in the dust. So this was a really negative side effect of going viral and that's why I left this part of the story out of that earlier episode, but that's what happened. Of course, it all worked out in the end Hello from the Dark Side was still massively successful, and it still is, really. And here we are today. I'm still doing my thing. I've learned a lot from it. But at the time, I was depressed and angry and jealous, really. Now that I have more clarity, it's five or six years later now, I can only imagine that without all of these stolen videos, these repostings, Maybe Hello from the Dark Side wouldn't have gone as viral as it did. Like I said, I don't know anything about going viral on purpose. That wasn't my intention. I just made a silly video. That was me just having fun. Of course, I wanted people to enjoy it, but how would I ever reach a million people? I had way less than a thousand subscribers when I posted it. And even today, it's still hard to hit a million views, even with 140,000 subscribers. So it's kind of like a necessary evil. If you want to reach a huge audience, this is the most likely way it's going to happen, at least on sort of an overnight success level sort of thing. And this exact thing has happened to a lot of my videos. It also happened to I'm Mr. Meeseeks, the Rick and Morty remix song. And that's my second most popular video. When you have this successful thing or a really good idea, of course, other people will want to ride on the coattails of it. And I get that. The problem is when people repost things and don't include any kind of credit, like who made it? Where is it from? 
how can I find more from that artist? Without any kind of credit, it hurts the original creator. And we wind up following these accounts that curate content rather than the people that actually create the content. And I'm not talking about the average person here. Of course, we just share stuff because it's fun to share stuff and the button is right there. I'm going to put this in my feed and send this to my buddy. You and I aren't consciously thinking about who made this. I better tag them in the post. I'm really just talking about these massive meme pages or accounts that are just straight up stealing content without having the due diligence to give proper credits. So I'm not going to spend the rest of the episode complaining about this, this reposting without credits. It's not usually a big deal. It's not a constant thing, but it does happen both by accident and maliciously on occasion. This Chewy Meme Town video, though, is a great example of how to do it the right way. They linked up the original video in the very top of the description and in the comments. Their video got a bunch of views, I got a bunch of views, and even new subscribers. It clearly benefited both of us, and I appreciate that. The times where this reposting of stuff is a really positive experience is when it's some sort of transformative piece of work. When someone has taken the time to create something new, inspired by something old, they're not just stealing and reposting something to get clicks, they're actually making something new and adding value to that existing thing. So that's stuff like reaction videos and cosplays or mashups like this Bad Batch video. And I love seeing those kind of videos. I even save them to a playlist on YouTube whenever I find them. I think it's just my favorite videos on the Royish Good Looks YouTube account. So you can look that up. There's all sorts of videos that people have made with my songs. And now that I'm thinking about it, I've got to add this Bad Batch video now. I should probably update it in general. So if you know of any of those kind of videos floating around, send them to me. I would absolutely love to see them. I especially appreciate when these videos take the time to give me a shout out or link back to me. That's really what makes it fun. And again, it becomes kind of a community thing. If someone makes an awesome cosplay set to my music and they tag me, then I'll probably see it and I can share it too. And I can tag them back. It's a whole cycle of supporting creators, and when that happens, it benefits everybody, which is awesome. There is this inevitable thing that happens as soon as you make something cool and post it for the world to see. For better or worse, what winds up happening is it no longer belongs to you. Now, my original songs are under copyright and the publishing is controlled by me. So they are literally my intellectual property. But as you know, art and especially modern digital art that's shared on social media, it's often treated more like it's a free-for-all that 
no one really owns it, you know? If anything, it kind of belongs to the audience, to everyone. This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. And it's near impossible to stop people from either sharing it or commenting on it or even messing with it in their own creative ways. And I don't mean this as a bad thing. That is kind of a beautiful thing in its own way. This is going to be sort of a side note here, but one of my favorite musicians, Jonathan Colton, his songs are registered as Creative Commons, which is a special type of copyright, and it essentially means that you're allowed to and almost encouraged to repost or remix his music and put your own spin on it as long as it's not for monetary gain and you give the proper credits. And unsurprisingly, he claims that this is part of his own success story. He also has an amazing quote saying, all I can say is that Creative Commons is the most powerful idea I've heard since they told me there was going to be a sequel to Star Wars. Jonathan Colton is just the man. If you haven't already, you need to check his music out. Cool dude, great musician, highly recommended. But anyways, here I was spending all of this time trying to get credit for my quote-unquote original piece of art. But Hello from the Dark Side was a parody of Adele in Star Wars. I'm Mr. Meeseeks was a remix of Rick and Morty. Jar Jar Binks' anthem was a remix of Star Wars. And What the Truck Driver was listening to was a remix of a remix. And if you search for this Bad Batch video, you'll actually find a bunch of other videos making a parody of this original Bad Batch parody. So that's another level to this web of content creation. When you start breaking it down, everything is a remix. And I didn't come up with this idea on my own. There is a great video called Everything is a Remix. It's by the YouTube channel Kirby Ferguson. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to go check it out. Or you can go to everythingisaremix.info. It's a 40-minute video essay about just that, about how everything we consume, especially within the creative arts, it's just a remix of something that came before it. How songs sound like other songs, whether they're sampling clips from an old recording or they're just inspired by another song, so they wind up sounding similar. Or how movies are just remakes of older movies. How comic books are turned into movies or how we just make tons of sequels to popular movies. And speaking of sequels, this video showcases some really great side-by-side -side clips of the films that inspired different scenes from Star Wars, and they sync up ridiculously similar. It's a pretty fun watch. So this is the idea that even Star Wars isn't an original thing. Star Wars itself is a remix, and all of us, we essentially just stand on the shoulders of giants. And it's not just in art. It's really life in general. I mean, aren't we all just 
remixes of our parents and their parents and their parents. So both genetically and culturally, everything is a remix. The very last chapter of this video resonates with me a lot. It outlines the idea that when something is our own idea or our own work, it's precious, it's mine. And as soon as someone copies it or remixes it, we become defensive. Even if we ourselves are in fact copying from something to begin with. I'm fully aware that most of my work relies heavily on the work of others. Of course, Star Wars in particular, the story, the characters, the dialogue, the actual video clips, and even just putting the words Star Wars in the title of a video. I wasn't really a successful creator until I started remixing and making parodies, and even my remixes and my parodies weren't that successful until they themselves were remixed or parodied, at least in some way, shape, or form. Yet, I was still upset when someone did just that, even though it ended up helping me in the end. So, it's a strange world, isn't it? What is original? Who truly owns what? And, of course, who deserves the credit? This Chewy Meme Town video, it's a Star Wars video with my Jar Jar music but the Jar Jar vocals on top of the music is Star Wars, and the entire video is Chewy Meme Town's remix of all of that. Of course, I was given credit, but even if I wasn't, how could I really be upset with it? I mean, neither of us own Star Wars, and neither of us really credit Star Wars formally, and Lucasfilm or Disney could certainly ask us to cut it out if they wanted to. And not only that, but does any of this really even matter to the average person? The people watching on YouTube, the audience, or the fans, or whatever, I'm not sure if it directly affects them, but it certainly affects creators, both big and small. So I guess what I mean to say is, when you have the opportunity to acknowledge someone's work, why wouldn't you give them that credit as best as you can? And it's not just silly YouTubers, but all creators, photographers, bloggers, or writers, your favorite artists or businesses. Sometimes that might simply mean just finding that original post, their YouTube video, or their podcast, or whatever it is, and share that link. That way, you can funnel people directly to them and not some fake third-party page. But obviously, we share lots of different kinds of content now. So maybe you aren't sharing the original work itself. Maybe it's a screenshot or a screen captured video, something like that. In that case, of course you can still share it, but if you know where the work comes from, then why not tag them in the caption or the comments and give that creator a solid shout out. I can tell you from experience that they will appreciate it and you can rest easy knowing that that cycle of goodwill is going to continue. All right, I hope you're enjoying the show. I'm so excited that we are in the double digits of episodes now. If you'd like to show your support, 
sign up for my Patreon at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. There are all sorts of awesome perks you can get. All patrons get to ask me anything every month. Everybody gets an answer, and I'll even answer a few of them here on the show. You can also get bonus songs from me every month. This month's bonus track is I Am Your Father, the acoustic version. You heard a little clip of it here today. I'll also check out your art or your music or your podcast, you name it, and give you my personal feedback. And you can even get your name credited as a producer on new podcasts and new videos. So if any of that sounds cool to you, sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. Otherwise, just give me a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and even TikTok at royishgoodlooks. Join our private Facebook group called Royish Good Looks. Share the podcast episodes in your feeds and tag me whenever you're listening. I really appreciate the support. Every little bit counts. And if nothing else, thank you for listening today. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.